Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. place in the world where there's a fire of truth burning at all times the only place in the world that you could plug yourself in and recharge and recharge and recharge I remember it was during Ella one night Seder I was learning in Silver Spring I think it was a Thursday night and I opened up the Slichus Oh, 
In the AM, it's the uh, first long medley on the brand new Shir Veshevach Boys Choir CD. 
uh, which includes some amazing selections, including that uh, Yehei Rava here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Yaakov Shweki with Am Yisrael, Simcha Liner from his brand new CD with Hamelech, Eitan Katz, and Lamancha, a great live version done on his uh, Live in Jerusalem CD. And Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Maybe some of those uh, selections will end up in the top nine at nine tonight when Yassi's Y counts down the top nine at nine. Should be interesting to see who uh, ends up in the top spots this evening. Uh, that'll be replayed tomorrow morning in our stream at 9 a.m., of course. And if you haven't voted yet, you go to NahumSiegel.com. At the very top of the page, you will see the 9 at 9 link that allows you to vote in tonight's big music election. <laughs> it's April, the, yet it's no fool, and it's April the 1st. It's the 1st of Nissan. Today is Rosh Chodesh Nissan. We're two weeks away from the big holiday, and we have an amazing an incredibly historic day today here at JM the AM. The legendary Ben Sion Schenker is expected in this studio just over an hour from now. Uh, this has never happened before. He has never visited us here at JM in the AM. There is a brand new CD. We get an opportunity to speak with him about his amazing career and the incredible uh, Mudgets and Nigunim and the Mudgets Hasidic dynasty. And that is all coming up uh, later on this morning, about 7.45 officially, the great Cantor Ben-Sion Miller in studio here at JM in the AM. So get ready on this Rosh Chodesh morning for something extra special. 38 degrees, 70% humidity, wind southwest at 5 miles per hour, mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 57. Then tonight, mostly clear, a low 39. Tomorrow afternoon showers. High temperature of 60 degrees. Wow. Finally getting into some numbers I could deal with. 77 in Yerushalayim. We're at 38 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. By the way, speaking of brand new music, Ellie Schwabel is stopping by our studio tomorrow morning. We'll debut his uh, brand new CD officially here at JM and the AM. Ellie Schwabel tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. Today is a historic Rosh Chodesh Nissan morning for us as the legendary Ben Sion Schenker will be visiting us later this morning here at JM in the AM. It should be a very interesting conversation, at least I hope. I'm going to try to make it as interesting a conversation as possible. Aryeh Kunstler is brand new at JM in the AM.
That's Yido with Anna Bakoach. You heard Shlemi Toysig with Yehi Yehi. Baruch Levine had Modim, Aryeh Kunstler with Yehi Chavod, a song he introduced to us during our pre-Purim celebration. Shir Veshevach Boys Choir had that medley. It's a JM in the AM Tuesday on this Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Two weeks away from the big holiday, one week away from our incredible Pesach spectacular show where we'll be joined by an amazing committee of people to answer all your Pesach products questions. That's one week from today. And here on this Rosh Chodesh Nisan, an extra special day at JM in the AM is the great Ben Sion Schenker will be visiting us in the 7 o'clock hour, and we are very much looking forward to it. 38 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of uh, 57, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. News from Israel's next and plenty more. Our final Yeshiva League sports update of the season is coming up in 20 minutes as Elliot Weiselberg will wrap it up now that we are post the Sarachek tournament and the Yeshiva Leagues have completed. We will wrap it all up coming up at 7.20 this morning. Then tonight at 7 p.m. on our stream at jmnam.org we'll have a full court report regarding the uh, season. Regarding the seasons that just ended. Galitzal in the background. I see the New York Times is into the topic of whether Pollard should be released in today's paper. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. Happy Rosh Chodesh from JMNAM. Galitzal, Shalom Rav, Khan Rani Avnei, Ima Shikoreachshav. פרק נוסף ממבחן פיזה שמתפרסם היום לראשונה חושף הישגים ירודים לתלמידי ישראל ופערי ענק בין יהודים וערבים. כתבתנו יערה ברק. תוצאות פרק פתרון הבעיות מהמבחן הבינלאומי שנערך לפני כשנתיים התפרסמו היום. הציון הממוצע של תלמידי ישראל נמוך בכ-40 נקודות מממוצע מדינות ה-OECD. הפער בין הישגי תלמידי המגזר היהודי לבין המגזר הערבי עומד על 133 נקודות. כ-40% מתלמידי ישראל מוגדרים כמתקשים, פי שניים מממוצע המדינות המפותחות. פרטי העסקה המתגבשת בין ישראל, ארצות הברית והפלסטינים להערכת המשא ומתן. האם פולארד ישוחרר בשבועות הקרובים? כתבתנו המדינית אליל שחר. גורם שמורה בפרטי המשא ומתן אומר שאם העסקה תצא לפועל, היא תכלול את שחרורו של יונתן פולארד עוד לפני ליל הסדר, את המשך המשא ומתן לתוך שנת 2015, שחרור אסירי הפעימה הרביעית, ובנוסף עוד 400 אסירים ללא דם על הידיים, ביניהם נשים, ילדים ואסירים שתקופת המאסר שנותרה להם קצרה יחסית. בנוסף, ישראל תתחייב להקפאה חלקית של הבנייה בהתנחלויות ללא מזרח ירושלים או בנייה פרטית ומוסדות ציבור. השר יאיר שמיר מהליכוד ביתנו הודיע שהתנגד לעסקה וכתב בעמוד הפייסבוק שלו, פולארד הוא סוגיה הומנית נפרדת, נפרדת שהיה לנו לכרוך אותה בענייני יחסיה של ישראל עם הרשות, בטח ובטח שלא תמורת מחוות נוספות. את ההצעה האמריקנית לשחרור פולארד והערכת השיחות חשפנו לראשונה בגלי צה"ל כבר בשבוע שעבר. 
מרומה בבית המשפט העליון אחרי שבגץ דן בחוק ההסתננות החדש. כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי מוסרת שתושבי שכונות דרום תל אביב התעמתו עם מבקשי מקלט. באמת אני חושב על חולות שישחררו את האם מוח לא מעלה שאלות, ואין לו ספקות, ואין לו תדעת אינטנסיביות של חשיבה? ודאי שכן. גם אם לא הייתי מאמין, לא הייתי אישה חבר שלו, כי אדם הוא חבר לא רק בקצרות ומלאות שמחה. בית המשפט המחוזי בבאר שבע גזר שלוש שנים וארבעה חודשי מאסר על יד חמייסה, בן 26, שדרס והפקיר את רוכב האופניים בוריס גורפינקל. כתבנו רמי שני. תאונת הפגע וברח התרחשה בקטע הכביש המפותל והמסוכן שבין ערד לסדום. חמיסה החל לעקוף רכב במהירות, פגע ברוכב האופניים ונמלט מהמקום כשהוא מפקיר אותו על הכביש לדמם למוות. בגזר הדין כתב השופט אליהו ביטן כי חמיסה היה מודע לכך שרוכב האופניים חשוף לפגיעה ישירה של כלי רכב, למרות זאת הוא לא עצר ולא הזיק אל הפצוע סיוע רפואי. התחזית בערב יתרבו העננים וייתכן גשם מקומי קל. ולסיום, 1 באפריל, המתיחה שמשגעת את אפליקציית המפות של גוגל. כתבתנו נעמה ארטשיק. לכבוד יום המתיחות הפכה גוגל את שירות המפות העולמי שלה למסע חיפוש אחר פוקימונים. משתמשי היישום הסלולרי של גוגל מפות צריכים למצוא בנקודות שונות בעולם את 150 הדמויות המצוירות ממשחק הוידאו היפני. לפי סרטון שפרסמה גוגל, המשחק יפעל רק עד מחר, ומי שינצח אולי יזכה לביקור במטה החברה. מהרו. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. On April 27th, 2007, stations WFMU and WMFU were each granted licenses by the Federal Communications Commission to serve the public interest as public trustees until June 1st, 2014. Our licenses will expire on June 1st, 2014. We have filed applications for renewal with the FCC. Copies of both applications are available for public inspection during our regular business hours. They contain information concerning the station's performance during the last eight years. Individuals who wish to advise the FCC of facts relating to our renewal applications and to whether these stations have operated in the public interest should file comments and petitions with the FCC. FCC by May 1st, 2014. Further information concerning the FCC's broadcast license renewal process is available at 43 Montgomery Street in Jersey City or may be obtained from the FCC, Washington, D.C., 20554. Thank you. 
JM in the AM. That's uh, Menucha with Yehia Chodesh Hazeh on this Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. Before that, Dove Hendler with Yehia Chodesh Hazeh on this Rosh Chodesh Nissan at JM in the AM. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, Yalaviyavo and Halel. I should say Chatzi Halel, right? Um, a Torah reading for uh, Rosh Chodesh and, of course, Musaf Barchinafshi. Whatever it is you traditionally add on Rosh Chodesh, today is the day. Two weeks away from Pesach. Coming up, our final Yeshiva League sports update of the season. That's five minutes away here at JM in the AM. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, where we have announced that Ben Sion Schenker is going to be walking into this studio within the next half hour, which we cannot wait to welcome him in with the brand new CD entitled Halel Vizimra. Uh, and um, on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L-N-E-T. Follow us, and uh, you'll be up to date on everything that's going on. Top 9 at 9 happens tonight with Yossi Zweig. He'll count down the top 9 at 9, beginning at 9 p.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Homeward Bound with uh, Yigal Siegel from Israel. That'll be at uh, 7.30 p.m. tonight, right after Court Report. Court Report is going to be a 30-minute program with Elliot Weiselberg, and it's going to be mostly about the Sarachek tournament that just ended yesterday at Yeshiva University. And we take this opportunity to congratulate Eula, who defeated Frisch, and we congratulate Frisch as well. They they had an amazing run. Congratulations, Eula. They are the 2014 Sarachek tournament champions all the way from Los Angeles. Lipa's next, and our final Yeshiva League sports update of the season is coming up. We're just a couple of minutes away if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Never had one, 
J.M. in the A, and that's Lipa, of course, Kaf Al Kaf. 22 minutes after 7 o'clock. Well, here we go. The Yeshiva League sports season has been another amazing one. Hockey, basketball. I know there's a lot of sports that go on all year round. I know there are a lot of leagues. I know there are a lot of different people that are involved. We generally concentrate on the uh, hockey and basketball and uh, try to sneak in other things at the different times. Uh, therefore, this is likely the uh, final Yeshiva League sports update of the uh, 2014 season, or I should say the 2013-2014 season. Big thank you to Elliot Weiselberg, who's been amazing, and you'll hear him tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time with a fresh edition of Court Report on our stream at jmtheam.org. It'll concentrate on the Sarachek tournament. Yeshiva League Sports Update is on on this Rosh Chodesh morning right here at JM in the AM. Good morning and straight ahead on this final Tuesday jam in the AM Sports Update of the 2013-2014 season. If you couldn't tell from the intro music, after nine years, I finally get to know what it feels like to win the big one. And we have all of your Sarachek tournament action. Hello everyone, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. The 2014 Bernard Red Sarachek tournament took place this weekend up at Yeshiva University, featuring 20 teams from around the nation taking part in five days of basketball action. Of the 20 participants, five Yeshiva League teams took part, Yeshiva League champion number two seed North Shore, number three seed Hafter, number five TABC, 
number 8 Frisch, and number 10 MTA. The first day of action saw TABC, Frisch, and MTA, all winners of their respective games, allowing them to move on to the Tier 1 section of the multi-layered bracket system. MTA's win was especially significant as they fended off a furious run from perennial contender Ida Crown in order to advance to Friday's action. Friday saw the first Yeshiva League battle as first surprise North Shore, knocking the Stars into the consolation bracket and advancing the Cougars onto the semifinals, where they would play Hafter, winners of their quarterfinal with Nuju. In the other half of the bracket, MTA fell to top-seeded Eula, while TABC upset number 4 Yavna. Sunday saw yet another fresh upset as the Cougars used a 13-1 run in the second half to upend number 3 Hafter to knock off their second top three seed in the tournament. In order to win the entire thing, they'd need to complete the hat trick, though, as top-seeded Eula knocked off TABC behind 22 from Daniel Tsion, filling in for injured Eula star Ariel Sokol. In the finals, Frisch held tough behind 18 points from Justin Hode, but could not overcome an 8-0 Eula run to start the fourth quarter, which began tied at 26, as the Panthers won their eighth Saracek Tournament Championship 45-35. Sokol returned to action, scoring 14 in the victory. Jojo Himmelman, named the tournament MVP, added 8 points and 10 rebounds for Eula. Other winners on the day, Ida Crown took the Tier 2 championship, 18th-seeded Atlanta exceeded expectations, winning the Tier 3 crown, and Hyman Brand was victorious in the Tier 4 championship. For more in-depth coverage of the Sarachek tournament, listen to tonight's season finale, a special Sarachek edition of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network at 7 p.m., nachumsiegel.com, where we will recap all the weekend's action, as well as sit down with a name familiar to faithful JM in the AM sports update fans everywhere, Isaac Benishai, who covered the tournament for Max Live and had the opportunity to interview our very own Nachum Siegel. Finally, I'd like to wish a mazel tov to the Shira Hartora Hattricks on their MYJHHL Hockey Championship last Thursday night. A year after Hartora had lost in the finals in a heartbreaking overtime game, they defeated the Hank Cavaliers 3-2 in a hard-fought and emotional contest, and I could not have been any more proud of their efforts. Congratulations to my co-coach, Rabbi Tovia Fried, and to Rabbi Menchel and the entire Hartora family. With the winter sports having drawn to a close, it means the end to another fantastic run here on the GM and the AM Sports Update. I'd like to thank Nachum for having me, and to you for tuning in each week at around 7.20 to listen to the latest in Yeshiva League sports. To all this year's champions, congratulations, and get ready to defend those crowns, because next year is right around the corner. This has been the Tuesday morning GM and the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. I'll see you next year.
J.M. and the A.M. on this Rosh Chodesh morning. Sim Shalom done by Diaspora. 7.30 in the morning. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Pesach. We read in the Haggadah, Ilu karalono esayom, had Hashem split the sea for us, beloi hevironu dayenu, but had not let us through it on dry land, it would have been sufficient for us. Chazal tell us, Mikan kosha zivugu shalodom kekriyas yamsuf. A matrimonial match is as difficult as the splitting of the sea. Why are Shidduchim being compared to kriyas yamsuf? What's the connection between them? At the time of kriyas yamsuf, the splitting of the sea, the prosecuting angel, the Ketegar, spoke up against Klal Yisroel. These the Egyptians serve idols, and these the Jewish people serve idols. The Ketegar was accusing Klal Yisroel of being unworthy of salvation. The sea did listen to this, but then, Hayom Ra'avayonos, the sea envisioned and ran away. What did the sea envision? Why did it run? It saw the brice of Rabbi Shmuel, which instructs people what to do if they hear Lashon Hara. They should avoid listening by folding the soft part of their earlobe over the opening to block out the sound. When the Yam saw this brice, it realized that it had been listening to Lashon Hara about B'nai Yisrael, and therefore it fled to avoid hearing it, which resulted in the splitting of the sea. As the Chavetz Chaim explains, if it's impossible for us to avoid hearing Lashon Hara in the setting that we're in, we should remove ourselves from the situation. Rav Yosef Poznovsky explains, like Kriyas Yamsuf, Shiduchim involve a lot of discussion about the various parties. There's often Lashon Hara spoken as people try to find out as much as they can before proceeding with a match. It can be difficult to strike the right balance between saying what should be said while avoiding Lashon Hara. Just like the Yam Ran, so too, we have to familiarize ourselves with the Halachas of Lashon Hara. We have to run away from any involvement with it. The great Sadiq Reb Nachman of Breslov offers a profound insight into the challenge of guarding our tongue. When we are little, we learn to talk. When we are old, we learn to be quiet. That's one of the shortcomings of human beings. We learn to speak before we learn to be quiet. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. That is the um, uh, Ataya Chad selection done by Yehuda Katz of Revel HaShava. 7.35 in the morning on a J.M. in the A.M. Rosh Chodesh morning. Jeff Lebb is with us live via telephone. He is the Director of Political Affairs at the Orthodox Union. And normally, uh, someone like Jeff would join us before a state budget has been completed. But he's here post the New York State budget that has been heralded for being on time and for including uh, a variety of items very important to certain public officials. What does Jeff have to tell us? We'll find out right now. Jeff Lebb, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. I'm live from Albany, and it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, you're up there, huh? Yes, I am. Beautiful weather. So am I right that um, the, the budget, in fact, is complete, and uh, some of the things that we were hoping for in our community did not happen, Specifically, I'm thinking of one of the items that uh, Senator Felder spoke to us about last week, and other things, of course, that the community wants is in it. What what post the budget can the community do uh, in terms of what's going on in Albany now? Well, the budget was passed by the Assembly last night, 11:14, in the Senate a bit before that. So the budget has uh, is over and adopted, and. Um, there were there were actually some great things that did pass in the budget. Uh, the thing that Simplefelder wanted, uh, and I think most of the Jewish community wanted, was the education investment tax credit, right. uh, which would have given uh, which would have given tax credits to donors and uh, to scholarship funds, and would have given money towards uh, people in need of scholarships. Uh, but unfortunately, that got caught in the quagmire of uh, of politics. And uh, despite everyone's best efforts, the Catholic Conference and uh, the OU and Aguda, uh, we were unable to get that into the budget, but we did get a variety of other different programs and initiatives that are extremely beneficial to yeshivas throughout New York State. All right, so that's the point. The point is that we should not look at it as a as a loss, but actually as an overall victory. Definitely, I couldn't agree more. We got uh, hundreds of millions of dollars for schools, uh, and to you know, to a school of uh, let's say 500, uh, five hundred with five hundred students, that can mean around five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars. Uh, for the for the year, about ten percent of you know the budget that they that they would operate on. Uh, what else uh, do we need to know about this budget in terms of our community? Well, uh, Speaker Speaker Silver really delivered for us in the assembly with the uh, this uh, bond act. There was a smart schools bond act that the governor put out, which would give uh, all schools these free technological upgrades, and they would be able to buy new equipment, uh, do things in their gym. And unfortunately, as is uh, the case many times. Private schools were not included in it, and uh, this really went down to the wire. And the speaker made sure, Speaker Silver made sure that private schools were included uh, when the budget was signed, so that we now have a piece of a two billion dollar pie uh, come November, assuming that the voters uh, vote in that uh, referendum. Jeff Lebb is director of political affairs at the OU. So uh, the point is here that um, well, you tell me if I'm right. Uh, in general, is the state I don't know friendlier to non-public schools or considering non-public schools more than in the past? Have the efforts that uh, your organization and others have made, have they been paying off? I definitely think that is the case. We are, we are very fortunate in, in New York to have a state that is very, very friendly towards the non-public school community as it is. Uh, we get the most funding for private schools uh, more than any other state in the country uh, in New York. And I know great strides are being made by my counterpart, Josh Brzezanski, New Jersey, but uh, this uh, this year, it, we definitely received record funding, and the state has definitely shown us that they are making private schools a priority. Oh, so a lot of victories with this budget. I didn't realize that there were so many items. People can actually see this on your website, right? They can actually see point by point the different things that you've highlighted in terms of victories up in Albany. Yes, OU Advocacy, we have everything on our website, uh, everything that we uh, 
we were able to accomplish and uh, you know all the uh, all the achievements that we made uh, in the budget this year. All right, so this is not a call to action like it would be before a budget passes. This is actually looking back and uh, being grateful uh, to the government and all those involved that the uh, community and the non-public school community benefited as much as it did from this uh, New York State budget. That's exactly it. Uh, usually, I mean, we always sometimes forget to. Uh, you know, thank our elected officials for what they've done for us. And right. Akarsatov is actually very important. And uh, if anyone sees our elected officials, if anyone would like to call into our elected officials and say thank you, uh, thank you for delivering for our community, that would uh, that would definitely be a great idea. And I'm sure that our uh, assemblymen and senators would be appreciative of that. You know, it's funny. When I heard you were booked this morning, so the first thing I thought of is, you know, what, what, what is it that we're supposed to call Albany at this point <laughs> and say? And you're right. It's important to tell every elected official, hey, good job and thank you. So yeah, definitely. Everyone tells the elected officials what we need, right. but sometimes we forget to thank them if they actually deliver. Well, you straightened me out this morning. Jeff Lebb is Director of Political Affairs of the OU, and the New York State budget has passed, and as you heard, many victories for the non-public school community. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for your time, Malcolm. 20 minutes before 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM, and as we've been telling you for the last few days, a historic conversation. I don't know if my part of it will be historic, but a historic conversation will start minutes from now here at JM in the AM as the great Ben Sion Schenker joins us live in studio. Keep it here on a Tuesday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 90. 90- 1.9 on the FM dial and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org.
Ryan, <laughs> excuse me, JM in the AM, that's Ari Goldwag with Ain Od Milvado. Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. There is a brand new CD that is out. It's called Halil Vizimra. Ben Sion Schenker with Andy Statman. Andy's, of course, on the mandolin and the clarinet. The Adidim Choir joined these two legends with 20 original Hasidic melodies composed and sung, of course, by the great Ben Sion Schenker. It includes seven songs that are perfect for the Pesach Seder. It's brand new. It's a Lachaim release. You'll find it out there in your stores. And, of course, we'll be featuring it this morning as we introduce the legend himself. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the great Ben Sion Schenker to JM in the AM. Good morning. What good an morning. honor it is to have you here. Good morning and a guten Reishchidesh. A guten Reishchidesh is right. <laughs> Congratulations on the new CD. Thank you very much. When you first started recording, it wasn't CDs, huh? No. <laughs> it was Comcom LPs. <laughs> What was the uh, first recording? The first time you ever walked into a studio to record a nigun? What was it? What was the 1956? Nigun? Which nigun? Well, it was a, a record called Majid Lava Malka, right. a ten-inch record. And uh, I, on that record, I sang Hamavdil. Hamavdil ben which everybody in the world sings. That's right, Baruch Hashem. And uh, the lady, we, we actually we. We uh, changed it later to a 12-inch. We put on some right. few different, we, some different songs were changed. We had, we had that uh, that came out about two years later. At any rate, uh, that's my first record. I think I think I was the first Hasidic record that ever appeared. Really, I was reading that any Hasidic group that went ahead and made sure to record their legendary nigunim. It was basically a takeoff on what you had done with Mudgets. That's true. And even they, when Chabad or Ger, when it they all came, it all came, it came after. They all they saw the value right. in, in keeping it for posterity, and they followed your lead. It wasn't very easy for me to to do that recording because I had to get the approval of the Rebbe and Etzisrael. And he wasn't too eager to give me the approval. Meaning he did not want it recorded. Did uh, not want that he, he couldn't he didn't want to be the first one to right. make such a drastic uh, move. You know, right. he didn't know what, what, how it's going to be, how it's going to take with the audience. Right. But later he he he, t- he told me he says it was the right, the right move because he said everybody else is doing it. He says. And what was shocking is that obviously the system he favored more was handing down, you know, by mouth from generation to generation, these great nigunim. Yeah. And shockingly, some of them lasted many, many decades. I mean, they're, they're nigunim that were written clearly in the mid-1800s, right? That's true. But the Tamidim of the Baal Shem uh, composed nigunim. And, I mean, Lubavitch uh, has many of them that they, they use in their own repertoire. Right. And it's amazing how they survived all those years. Yes. So maybe the Rebbe was right that without the recordings they would have survived nonetheless. But with the recordings, they became well, worldwide sensations. That's true. I mean, that's that's quite obvious. And by the way, I uh, I saw an interview you did with somebody. Very rare, by the way, that in advance of a conversation I would go watch an interview. But in your case, or in this case, I should say, I felt I had to. Um, just to give myself a little bit more background. And uh, you mentioned in one of the conversations how thrilling it is for you when you walk home Friday night from shul. You hear Aisha's Chayel from every home, and it's your Aisha's Chayel. That's true. But and, and I'm thinking to myself, it, it's not only that. I mean, you're you're 100 percent right. Every home and so many of them are, are singing it. But when you think of summer camps and youth programs and gatherings anywhere from Yerushalayim to any other city in the world, large numbers of people, hundreds at a time, and they're all singing that Aishas Chayel. It is a, it's like 
It's amazing. Baruch Hashem. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it's, it's a great schir. Composed when, that Eish Yisrael? 1953. In any specific circumstance, or just sitting down to compose no, a vegan? it was after I was married, right. and I did have an Eish Yisrael. Right. A Right. Unfortunately, I don't have her anymore. So, but uh, she was an Eish Yisrael, really. And you just felt, it's time to and write a I, vegan. I, the... the, the Interesting part about it is that in our family, you know, we never sang Eishas Chayil, because my father didn't have any special legion for it. And in most, oh, meaning he would just say it. We say it, yeah. Right. And in in most families, there, there wasn't any special legion. I mean, I, I can't say there wasn't. I know that later I found out that Breslov has an Eishas Chayil, mm-hmm. and they had. Uh, in other words, from from the uh, early founders of uh, Chassidus. You do have an, a, a nigging for it, but nobody knew these songs. Only people that were that, that were connected to them, or it may as came down as a tradition. But Aishas Chayil was something that most people did not really sing. They was they were just saying it, and and I, I broke the ice, as you say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the great Ben Sion Schenker in our studio. So you're at a chasana, and. At so many chasanas these Yo days. Is oh, yes, it's a liar for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking how oh, you'll, yeah, too, yeah. you'll see the chasan sing Eishas Chayel yeah. to his new bride, and you're standing there. I and you're, was there. I did happen. I saw, I've seen it myself. Yeah, and you're saying to yourself, that's that's my Eishas Chayel. I have news for you. The chasan didn't know how to sing. That was, <laughs> ever, that was even worse yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give the guy a break. He just got married, you know? Maybe he was too excited, maybe, or something. <laughs> it's his moment to shine, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and then, uh, 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 so, and and when we say viatoli sal kula, no, yeah. you never you never anticipated that it would be a note that would be held that long, <laughs> did <right>. you? <laughs> it became a shtick a little bit, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're wondering which one it is, uh, folks, it is the Aishas Chayil. Yeah, Aishas Chayil miimta. That's been Sion Schenker, an amazing nigan. May may be the most famous. Of all your nigudim and and between that and the Mizmor Dovid, right, the Mizmor Dovid, and the Mizmor Dovid, which was recorded by Chazan Yitzchak Meir Helfgott and Yitzchak Perlman, in addition to others, but they they that that must have been interesting for you but, to have these two giants record that song. Uh, it was something that was like unbelievable when it happened. You know, I couldn't believe it. Uh, Yosef Halayach is also right. a uh, standard. It certainly is. And most people don't know that I'm the composer of it either. Well, I mean, how many people would know that you composed Aisha's Chayel, for instance? I, I mean, it's. Uh, I've know. seen uh, cases in Israel, especially where they they printed it, published it, both Aisha's Chayel and Mizrodavid, and they wrote Mesorati. <laughs> traditional. traditional. <laughs> well, you want to know at this point, it's become traditional, hasn't yeah. it? So now, okay, so let's go back. As a kid. You are you're, you're offered a choir position. This is where in Bedford Stuyvesant. Bedford Stuyvesant, right? You're offered a position as a choir member. I with, you, with, you did your research. Oh, I, I tried my best <laughs> with a great choir master. Somebody that a lot of a lot of people from that generation they would recognize the name. Uh, he was the teacher of Richard Tucker. Tucker's R- Rebbe. T- Tucker's Rebbe. Tucker sang in his choir even. Wow. Not in my time. A little right. before me, Tucker was a little older. And uh, he used to come down to rehearsals even later just to, to, to meet the boys again when he was ready studying opera and he was ready uh, the singing opera. And was, the, the, name, not, the name of this choir director? Cantor uh, uh, Weiser. He was, he was both the chazan and the, and the, the choir director. And, and this also, is where? In what synagogue? 
he, he actually you had one time he had uh, not in my time he, okay. he had a steady synagogue I don't know where in Brooklyn uh, in Brooklyn but uh, when I got in there we used to uh, it was always a, a new place you know with right. Rosh Hashanah then right. you know during the, the, the traveling tour you were bar, you were bar uh, story bar, right <laughs> <laughs> and your parents were not exactly thrilled with no, the whole choir very, idea not thrilled at all but he was able to convince them that you because yeah. he he just well, he, you know how he convinced me he said that any place we go I'm going to make sure he stays at the rabbi's house. And he tells you, said to your parents. Yeah, that's what that's, that, that was right. the, the, the that what, was his pitch. Reason why, that was <laughs> the sales pitch. <laughs> and uh, and what do you remember? What, what, what for as a kid was that a good idea or a bad idea to go around and be part of a traveling choir? I'll tell you the the, the, the good part about it was the fact that I uh, I was able to to. Uh, Exposed by my my talent at the time, I right. was uh, his, his, I would say his his main uh, uh, alto soloist, and you love to sing, and I love to sing, and I they, they, most of the compositions were his own actually. Right. He sang most of his own. His, he was a pr- very prolific composer. So that's stage one, yeah. becoming a a member of a choir. Did, were you were, did you end up being the star of the choir? Like where as you grew older, were you like the, the go-to guy well, in the choir? You know, the, the, that whole thing didn't last too long because that, that actually I lasted longer than anybody else. What happened is this: I came in there. I think I was it was just after Baba Mitzvah, right. or maybe a few months before. I don't remember. And uh, but actually, by, by when I was like fourteen already, my voice started, and he he, he refused to let me go. What he did, he started writing my solos in lower lower key. So uh, and I I didn't I was there till about about 15 years old, which is unusual, very right. unusual. That anybody at 15, they usually the voices. And then that was it. That was. So when you're 16, 17, are you diving for the umbud? Are you? Uh, uh, no, it, it came a little later. Took a break. But but, but <laughs> what happened later is actually in between uh, the Majestic Rebbe arrived in 1941. Right. So I was like uh, in your neighborhood. Uh, he, he he settled in Williamsburg. Right. Well, we were in Bed Stuy that time. Right. Bed Stuy wasn't that far from uh, from uh, Williamsburg, I mean, and uh, I, I remember going to the first Tish, walking uh, to Williamsburg with a whole group of people from there, with the Stiebel that we dominant. And uh, I, I, I heard him sing, I heard him uh, speak, and everything else. And I became very, very—I can't say I became attached at that point because I didn't have right. any way of becoming attached. Did you know any Mudgets in the Gunam at that point? I did. You knew them, not, not knowing that was Mudgets in the Gunam. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I, you were familiar. I, with them. I was. I the Nishiba I did. We davened in was a Polish uh, group over there, and they were all from that area. So there was one fellow there that used to sing by every Shalashudas. The Gunam that later found out that they were Mudgets in the Gunam. He used to always say, "This fellow used to say, I know the Gunam that are fifteen have fifteen fallen." So I said, okay, you have a it could be a Negro with 15 uh, uh, parts. And it turned out that there were, there were, there were Majestic Nagunim, but he never said so. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and the same Nagunim that I heard from him as a kid, I, was, right. I heard from the Reverend. So what, would there be one of those Nagunim that we would know from that era uh, that you knew I, as a I kid? I have recorded a few of them already. Is there one that would be familiar to a guy uh, like me? I don't know if, if you would be familiar, but I know in Israel there are very many people. There's a Bechal Kel Chaim. Do you know, do you know, well, I know you're Mechalka Chaim. Well, I know you're Mechalka Chaim. Yossi Sonnenblick, the kid on the record. <laughs> the kid. Everybody knows the kid on the record. He's 12 years old then. 
fabulous voice. The guy he, had glorious voice. He still knows how to sing, but he was something extra special back then, huh? Yeah, that was something. When he walked into the studio, he was a short little kid. Right. I have never met him before, because it was available Pat Snector when that was, it was conducted in right. a choir, so he got, he got him. That time we did, we did uh, when we recorded, you know, it was interesting. It's not like today. You recorded, it was a live performance, right. like a concert, you know. Right. Had the whole orchestra sitting there and the choir, everybody, and then no e- no emailing tracks no back tracks and forth. No tracks back and forth. <laughs> the only thing it was, they used to have take one, take two. Right. That 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 then they used to paste it. You know. Right, and put it together, put cut it together. and paste. Uh, Schenker is here, JM and the AM. So okay, so th- that might be one of the nigunim that we'd be familiar with from that era. You go to the Rebbe's tish, you uh, you develop some what, type what happened of. What happened later? The Rebbe was invited to Bed to the Shul of Van Buren Street. I don't know. As a shul, I was one of the big shuls there, and they had all the big chazanim used to come there. Kosovsky was there when he came the first time, okay. and 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 uh, Genshov at one time was the chazan there, and they and they had a lot of there were quite a few Polish uh, extract uh, people that daven there, and they they decided they wanted to get the majority over here for a Shabbos, uh, and it happened. Uh, Friday night, the Rebbe only he davened Kabbalah Shabbos. He didn't daven Marav, but just Kabbalah Shabbos. So after he sang the Chodoidi, and after that he the real Chodoidi. Somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody went over after that. And uh, Friday night there was a Tish and the big a big Olim there. So I was exposed to a lot of to a lot of his Nagunim at that time. And Shabbos morning, he, the Rebbe invited my father. We of course went over to Gagur Shabbos. My father. Oliver Shalom was, uh, went over and he recognized my father because we used to uh, come to his house to, to Malava Malka. In Williamsburg. In Williamsburg. And he recognized my father by, by, by sight. Mm-hmm. Didn't have, we had no connection yet. Right. So he said, uh, how about coming up to the, t- to my pride, my, to my Sanya? We're having, we'll eat together. My father said, yeah, okay, he will. So he said, you can take your boys along also with my brother and myself. So my father said, I, I want to go home and make kiddush for my, for my wife, and then I'll have to come back, which I did. Uh-huh. When I came back, I was uh, I sat down on a couch right in back of where the Rebbe was sitting, and I found a, uh, a book called La Chassidah Mizmor, written by a fellow named Gishuri in, in Israel, Palestine at that time. Uh-huh. And the, in the, that book he had uh, like, like biographies, Small biographies of the Rebbeim in Poland or Hungary that that were composers, well, and one of them was the Majlis Rebbe. Mm-hmm. So, and he had notations of of the Rebbe's Nagunim. And I was sitting there, and I started uh, going through it, and I started singing to myself, based on the notes. Based on the notes. Right. And the Rebbe turns around to me, he says, "Can slide or not? You know how to read notes." He looked at me. I was uh, at that time 15, 15 and a half years old. And I was a little short. I was. Uh, I looked young, younger than I really was. So he couldn't believe it that a kid of that, that age could read notes. He says, "I said abyssal. I didn't want to." I was studying at that time with Seymour Silverman. So I don't know. If you remember? Sure. That. I'm sure you remember that name. Sure. I used to go private lessons every week. I studied sight reading and harmony and piano every day, all rolled in one. And uh, I was reading pretty well already at that time already. So he he, he was he was so excited about it, you know. So he said, "Continue, continue." He said, right. "I said, keep on going." So I kept on turning pages, and I kept on everything I was there. Uh, he couldn't get he couldn't get over it. 
later he uh, asked me to sing Shira Malas by, by, by benching. So I was shaking like a leaf, you know. <laughs> and I sang one of his Dugunim that that was not too, well, not very well known yet in America, but I had heard it from a Lubavitcher guy who came back from uh, from Europe just before the war. Uh, the, the, the Lubavitch had a yeshiva in the same town that they ever lived in, Otvotsk. That was about uh, half an hour out of Warsaw. It was a resort town, really. Uh-huh. And Rebbe lived there from 1929 until the war. And uh, they, so these Lubavitcher fellows used to go to Shalashudas, uh, the Marjus, because they had no Shalashudas in Lubavitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they would, they would learn the Nagunim, and there was one thing that he, that he had composed just before the war that they picked up, and they brought it to America, and I was friends with one of them, and I learned it. So and I that's the Sheremalos. That How does it go? I sang well, I have it on a recording for a simchal atzecha. What are your most famous? I want to tell you something. I was once in Israel in one of my trips there. Actually, it was in my first trip, 1946. And I was walking on Chov Herzl in, in Haifa. My uncle lived in Haifa. And a school bus, I was coming from school, just parked over there on, on the street to let the children out. And they were singing this song they were singing. They sang they, they sang the, the, this song. Right. From the bus. From the, on the bus. <laughs> and these were, these were not uh, religious kids. These were uh, secular boys, you know. I couldn't get over it. I said, how do they know that nigg, you know? I, I, I recorded it. And you, you, you'd be surprised. That same nigg was recorded in Italy, Italian choir. I just somebody just sent me a recording of it uh, recent, very recently. It was, it was recorded about sixty years ago. With what words? Uh, some Italian words. Shh. Uh, it sounds like like uh, gypsy uh, music or something. You know, they, they the way they treated it. So you sing this Shiramalas at that tish. At that, uh, that tish, and the Rebbe says, "How do you know that nigg?" <laughs> but first of all, what happened to this? I started singing it. Uh, like uh, when, 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 like the regular beat, but right. I was so excited and I, I, I wanted to get through with it, so I started singing faster and faster and faster. She, so when I finished, she says, "Let me tell you something." Was uh, <laughs> he asking my name? I said, I've "Been seeing." Let me tell you, I've been seeing. He says, "Negan, you got to sing like a watch, tick tock, tick tock, not like a choo choo train, choo choo." He was, he was giving you musical lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my first. Much is the lesson that I got. The great Ben Sion Schenker is here. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. The brand new CD is called Halel Vizimra, Ben Sion Schenker and Andy Statman. Before we go to one of these selections, when we say the Mudget Zarebbe, the one who you sang right. the Shiramalas for, so that Rebbe lived from when to when? He was born in 1887 and passed away in 1948. And when we say the Rebbe, do we refer to him as the, is he the? He, he's the not, we can't say the Rebbe because his father was the Miyasid of the Hasidim. Uh-huh. His father was the Divrei Yisrael, the famous. And who's a, generally considered the best composer? Who's, who's considered the Balmanagin? 
it's of the re- difficult of the re- to really uh, because say that. more than one would get that distinction. Every every one of the rebbeim since then even <laughs> composes. Really, the present one in, in that listen Brak composes also. In any, any nigunim I would know, or at this point uh, it would. There's one dealer making the uh, making waves right now, which is it's Libby uh, sorry. Libi Libi Uvisori, and that's the current Rebbe's nigun. Current Rebbe's nigun, yeah, unbelievable. It's making waves all over the world now. I hear so much. It's, I mean, I know that other Hasidic groups also compose, but it seems like this this musical dynasty is much longer than some of the other Hasidic it groups. Started, like every Rebbe started with the father of the, the Rebbe Ram, Rebbe Shol. And the father's name was uh, Yisrael. He, his his sefer is called Divrei Yisrael, very very popular sefer also. And he was the first composer. Well, actually, his father was a composer too, but he did not. We don't know any of his zagunim because there's no way of preserving it. I, I know there was one thing that I sing that's that the Meyachis to the Zvolina. That was his father's name, Abshmuda Leo. Otherwise, uh, we don't know any other zagunim. And uh, and uh, I, I'm sure you're aware there's there's a zagun called Eskara. Now I heard a story about this niggin. Right? Is it true this story or not? That's a story. That's a tr- the story we are. We know that it's a, that the Rebbe, Rebbe ha- actually composed it while going to an operation. If, uh, but here's the story I was told. Okay. I was told that the Rebbe refused to take anesthesia during surgery. Correct. And instead got through the surgery with this niggin of Ezra. That is correct. That's and correct. They, That's they, a true they story. He amputated his leg. Well, he went through an amputation without. without well, any, why didn't he want anesthesia? Anesthesia at that time was in its early infancy. So it was dangerous. He felt. He felt that they, they, the rumor was that they, it can have an effect on the mind. So the only way that he was able to make it through an amputated leg surgery without anesthesia was with this nigun of Ezkara. Exactly. Where is Ezkara recorded? Did you ever sing Ezkara? I sing it every year at the your side. Which is when? When's the art of the Yud Gimel Kislev. And is it recorded somewhere? I have it on private recording. So there's no public recording of I'll that song? You, there's a reason why there's no public recordings. He was very, uh, in, in his uh, will, before he was nifted, he, he, he wanted them to promise him that the, the thing does not become exposed to the world. He didn't want it that to That specific niggin? That niggin, yeah. He felt, they felt it was like a holy niggin. Unbelievable. So that story is true. And I've had people that were writing arrangements of it, intricate arrangements of right. it, and wanted to have it uh, performed. And whenever I asked the Rebbe at that, at, of the generation <laughs> that they wanted to do right. it, they all said that they didn't want it. Ben C.N. Schenker is here. We'll give you a little break. We're going to take phone calls. I'm sure there are anxious people who would love to speak to you. Uh, we're at 201-209-9368. If you call, just be patient. We'll get to you as soon as possible. 201-209-9368 is the number in studio. Ben C.N. Schenker on a very special Rosh Chodesh morning at JM and the AM. The brand-new CD is entitled Halel Vizimra, Ben C.N. Schenker's Compositions. You are accompanied by the brilliant Andy Statman. He's quite a musician, huh? Very much amazing. And a heart to the Kiyid. Unbelievable. He's an amazing man. Amazing uh, person. Uh, too bad he could, he could not be here this morning. He's doing a gig in Boston. <laughs> oh, <laughs> could you imagine if both of you would have been here? I'd, I, I'd be originally, the... originally I'd, I'd, we planned it that way. Oh, my gosh. I'd be flying through the roof for Ben Sion. <laughs> if both of you were here. Uh, the legendary Ben Sion Schenker and more coming up at JM in the AM. <laughs> 
Sion Schenker with Andy Statman on a release that just came out. It's entitled Halel Vizimra. It includes, including this selection, it includes seven amazing uh, songs for the Pesach Seder and 20 tracks all together from the Halel service and beyond. Check it out. It's brand new. Ben Sion Schenker in our studio on this historic Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. I want to give a special thank you to Kenter Joel Kaplan for all his help in facilitating this morning's conversation. When the Rebbe did the, uh, <laughs> when the, and by the way, the phones are blazing as we predicted would happen. Stay patient at 201-209-9368. When the Rebbe did Losevoshi that night, right? He came to bed you said. He did, which Losevoshi did he do? Because there, there are two Losevoshis on your Shabbos Malkus CD. I believe he didn't do either one of them. He didn't do either one. <laughs> would he have done one that we would know? That the Hamonam would know or not? I really don't remember. Rebbe Zid, what do you mean? It's only how many years ago? How many years ago do you think it was? <laughs> 1941. And two weeks from today, two weeks from today, you'll be saying this. Am I right? Isn't this uh, Tal? Right. Two weeks from today, right? Chazen Kaplan is shocked that I know that we say Tal the first day of Pesach. <laughs> tal, 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 
You remember this one? Will this still be done at the Majestishtibo on Coney Island Avenue? Or we don't know which one they'll use over there. We don't know which towel they'll use. I uh, we we actually change it every, every oh, year. Oh, really? It's yeah. a different towel every year. Yeah. Am I no, wrong? Am I wrong on the Um Narayim to use the same Nagunim every year? Is that a bad practice? Should I be switching it up or be it? <laughs> I, I compose new Nagunim every every year before Rosh Hashanah. You introduce on the Yom Narayim a every, new nigun every year? Every, not more than one nigun. I usually like four or five. What was this past Rosh Hashanah? Ask my friend over there. <laughs> <laughs> what was this past Rosh Hashanah? Give me a nigun that you composed for 5774. Uh, <laughs> and which words? Which 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 part of davening was it? I, I, I usually have a Lareshus Vosenu. A new Lareshus Vosenu? A Chamor Lal Masech, a new one. I find it hard enough to <laughs> to repeat the old ones. Ben Cian Schenker's here. We're at 201-209-9368. The brand new CD is entitled Halel Vizimra. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I remember Manucha Vizimcha. Rabbi Tilbman taught us in third grade. Ben Cian Schenker's Manucha Vizimcha. That's a very, very famous one. Wow. Manucha Vizimcha. You know how many people so sing cool. that on Shabbos? Unbelievable. Thank you for the call. Hi, you're on the air with the Grape and C.N. Schenker. Good morning. Good morning. Name is Judy Kruder. Um, and I have a memory of Ben C.N. Schenker from many, many years ago in, uh, 1967, early 68. I was a nurse at Maimonides Hospital and his daughter came in as a patient and she had appendicitis and, um, I was a nurse who took care of her, but I walked onto the floor that day and heard him singing. And I was familiar with his, <laughs> with his singing because my father used to, to play the records in my house in St. Louis growing up. And I had moved, moved to Brooklyn to work. And, um, I walked in and I hear Ben Seon Shanker singing. And it was just, I was just awestruck. And, um, awestruck that I got to meet him and, and his family and spend the next few days while I was taking care of his daughter. There you go. And, um, I, so I hear this morning, I turn on the radio and I said, oh my God, I have to, I have to call up and say hello and hope his daughter is a lady with lots of children and grandchildren now. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Thank you very much for taking care of my daughter. <laughs> you can say that again. You're live on the air with the great Ben Sion Schenker. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Go right ahead. Um, uh, I, I would like to hear him uh, sing Eskra. You know, I know he's not going to make it public. I should hear him sing it for like a minute. Well, do you ever sing it? Eskra at all? I sing by every yard side. Just by the yard side? Yeah. So you wouldn't do 20 seconds for us here, would you? No. No way. No matter how much I'd beg and plead. <laughs> You're live on the air with Ben Sion Schenker. Good morning. Malcolm, good morning. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Mr. Schenker, it is an honor and a privilege to speak to you. Thank you very much. You should know that I'm not Jewish, but I love Jewish music, and you are definitely one of my favorites. And when the Geula comes, you know, there there are four Jewish music performers I want to dance with, <laughs> and, and you're definitely one of them. That's it. You made the list. You like that? <laughs> now, who, who are the other three now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't have time for that this morning. Come on. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Hi, uh, uh, I had the privilege of hearing Rabbi Schenker in my shtibo in Crown Heights every Shabbos, and then he sang by my brother's chasana, Barachata, Pa'ir, Barachata, Basada. Another very uh, famous song. What? Another very uh, famous song. Yeah, 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 in the Sassanus shtibo. Uh, wonderful. What? I am so happy to hear <laughs> your voice. 
it's really beautiful. It hasn't changed. Never, and, and actually, it's become better. With wow. Me. Thank you so, so much. Like a fine wine. Where was the Stiebel in Crown Heights? On what street? Um, uh, first in President, then in Crown Street. Oh, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there in this audience who remember that. I can tell you that much. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. It's Mrs. Jackman. I wanted to just tell Dr. Schenker that my father, Arthur Brandwein, was a very big wow. follower, came to all of the... Uh, it seems like you remember that. Oh, yes. Reverend Cian remembers him. And I thank you for the call. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Hello? Yes, you're live on the air. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. My name is Yaakov Motsen. Oh, the great <laughs> Yaakov Motsen. Yaakov Motsen, wow. This I, must be Yaakov. The I just was in, with the head a few hours to go baking matzahs for Pesach. And uh, I just heard my wife call me and she said, listen, and she said to me that you got the new, the new record. <laughs> so first of all, Mazel Tov. Thank you very much, Yaakov. And, and by you, if we say the Gvuas Shmoyin Yishonah, this is really Gvuas, because <laughs> to sing as a, as a chazan, to sing at 80, it's really Gvuas. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Grace Hashkaya, Rabbi Yankov Mutzen, one of the great chazan. And Hashem, I hope that you deserve it to hear me when I'll be 80. <laughs> so that's a good bracha, really. Uh, that's a great bracha. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, JM in the AM on this very special Tuesday morning. Ben Sion Schenker's here. We're at 201 209 9368. 201 209 9368. This is the Menucha Vesimcha, right? You remember this one, Ben Sion? Composed around when? Oh, this is a different Menucha Vesimcha. No, is this the one? Uh, this is the Majus Menucha This is the Majus one. This is a recorded one. How long ago? Uh, 1962, I believe. Wow. Where would I find the other Menuch of Asimcha? It's, it's somewhere, right? It's, it's somewhere in one of those CDs. <laughs> I may even have it over here. I, Are you I, brought, I brought something along over here. Oh. I want to do that. Oh, I have that. Which one is that? I have it right in front of me. Which one is that? Uh, no, here. What's the name of that one? Oh, it's not on that one? Uh, Would it be a- in that series? No, uh, this one's Asia's Child. There's one thing. <laughs> I have the Asia's Child, yeah. Uh, uh, that I wanted uh, you later on to speak uh, play, uh, to play the Hatoiv. It became very, very famous now. Off of that CD? Uh, yeah, the, the fifth track. I'll tell you what, I'll do it right now. What did I do with it? Here we go. Uh, nothing like this happening on live radio, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, JM and the AM at 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368 for the great Ben Sion Schenker. Track 5 on a CD set entitled Midor Lador Volume 2. This is from the Volume 2. Uh, this one is called Hatov, and this has become uh, very very popular in Israel. And it's, it's hard to steep, seep over here also, the Hasidic weddings. Your composition, I assume. Right. Here it is at Jam in the End.
Ben Sion Schenker, that's Hatov. Brand new CD is entitled Halel Vizimra. We'll do more off of that coming up at JM in the AM. One of our listeners writes in by email, please don't let this gentleman leave or ask him to come more often. What an awesome man. What do you think of that, Rebetzia? Wow. <laughs> uh, we're spreading your reputation all over the place. So the first Rebbe, I mean, the Rebbe now is in Israel, correct? Yeah. Okay. So the first Rebbe to move to Israel was who? Who went to Israel and, and made that the permanent home? This first Rebbe's grandfather, who was a son of Reb Shol, the one that was in America, right. actually went to, to, to Israel, was Palestine then, right. in 1935, together with his father for a visit. His father went back to Poland, and he decided he wanted to stay. So he wasn't Rebbe at that time. He, right. was, uh, he became the Rav, actually. They had a, a Bismedlish. At the, he was the, the, the Rav in Maj- the Majesty Bismedlish. And uh, see, he lived there since 1935. And when the Rebbe was Nifter... He became Rebbe. In 48, uh, he automatically became Rebbe. Right. How often does the current Rebbe visit New York? He happened to be been here a couple, a couple of weeks ago, actually. And you first. see him whenever he's here? Oh, yeah. You always see him. Yeah. And when you go there, you must get a hero's welcome every time. Pretty much so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you agreed with me. I'll tell you, it, we, it, 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 I'll tell you something interesting. We were together, I was together with the Rebbe someplace, together with Yankel Motzen, actually, only about three weeks ago. Wow. 
but you won't tell well, us where. I can't tell you where, but sounds uh, very secretive. You weren't <laughs> on some cantorial mission, were you? <laughs> Not really. All right, two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Your chance to speak with the great Benson Schenker. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Our email addresses are open here at JMN. We'll try to get to that if you have a uh, a specific comment or question. Um, someone asked about the traditional Odishama. I assume they mean the Odishama that everyone sings at every wedding. And they wanted to know if you knew the who the composer was or the source of it. Apparently, it's a not the Kalbach one, but the other one that is well known at weddings. Would you know? Where I can tell you something about it. I don't, I don't know the com- who the composer is, but it so happens that the Rebbe that we just spoke about, who lived in Israel, was here in America in 1949. After he became the Rebbe, that was the first visit to the United States, and there was a, a family wedding. And he sang the Oydishama for the first time. Now, it wasn't his. He, he specifically said, it's not my Nigen. It was a Svadish Nigen that, that was, that, was, that time was very popular in the Etzisrael. And he said there was, uh, there's a little difference the way we sing it today and way And he introduced it to that one. I was the first person in America that ever sang that Nigen. <laughs> and we don't know who wrote it. He, he didn't say yet who wrote it because uh, right. I, don't, I don't know if anybody knew who wrote it. Was he? Right. His father used that very often. Masorati. Masorati. <laughs> yeah. And he, but what he said, the, the 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 end of it ends not different than where you do it. It goes ah, uh, which is a real Svardish type of. Uh, right. Wow. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Good morning. This is Doctor Crumbine. I was at wow. Doctor, My I dentist. I was at his dentist for many years. And I was invited to his two daughters' weddings. Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Crumbine. Now listen to this. The first first wedding I went to, he introduced the song. So the second wedding, I asked him beforehand, could I tape the song? Because I know he's going to introduce another song. He says, fine. And after the chasana, I taped it. And he calls me up and he says, his nephew is supposed to have taped it, but it didn't come out. His doors come out. The flag came out, he wanted to borrow it. There you go. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Thank you for that. 201-209-9368 with Ben-Sion Schenker. Good morning. Good morning, Nachum. It's Marty Hacker. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. I haven't spoken to you in a little bit. Well, you want to speak to Ben-Sion Schenker? He's sure. here. Please, go right ahead. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Yeah. Um, between you, Helfgott, and Stark... Uh, probably the best cantors that I know of. But see, that's pretty good company. Uh, you're giving very good. And <laughs> not that? only that, um, much much better company sing, than I desire. I think. <laughs> I used to sing in in uh, Oscar Julius's choir. Oh yeah, I remember Oscar Julius. Okay, and um, uh, the um, the El Mole that uh, Cantor Stark does is terrific. Mm-hmm. It is a very moving rendition. Wow. And I even did it uh, when I went to Terezin, and um, and uh, I impressed a lot of people with that. In mm-hmm. fact, they had a school class uh, that was in the background, and the kids were making noise. But when I sang the El Mole, his rendition, it was unbelievable. There wasn't a sound in in the uh, crematorium. And the crematorium. That's yeah. one way of putting it. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. You're on the air. Hi. Yes. Hi. Good morning. 
I, I would like to mention two things. Uh, number one, as a big fan of Ruben C and Shaker, um, I bought last night the new album, and I cannot uh, stop listening to the track Holach Mahania. Right. A beautiful, beautiful song. And number two, the Oidi Shoma that we just spoke about was actually composed by uh, Rebianko Talmud, the composer of the Garen the Not true. No. Not true. Ben Sion says nice try, but unfortunately <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> that's what I was told. Oh. I bet you some people have been told that you composed it, by the way. That, <laughs> no, that's that, not, that not true probably, I know, that rumor's <laughs> probably around as well. You're on the air with Ben Sion Shanker. Good morning. Good morning. My name is David. My favorite nigga is Kane Tialono. I didn't know he was here. Second of all, okay. can you please, okay. I saw him, uh, an interview that he did with one of the magazines, I think, Pamadir, Yated, where he talks about the first time he met Tamaji Tareb and he asked if he knows how to read music. Right, we spoke about that a half hour ago. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm listen, I'm requiring you to listen to the entire show. You can't, you can't call up if you're listening to only half the show. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Nachum. This is, uh, Larry from J Drug. Larry, good you? morning. We'll see you a week from today. Yeah, me it's a me it's a but uh, that's for next week. Yep. But this week I want you to tell you how much we enjoyed and seen Schenker's music. Uh, you know, we listened to music all day long in J Drugs and uh, et cetera, et cetera, and we uh, enjoy his music very much. But the real reason why I called is I just heard the dentist uh, Crumbine on the phone. Yeah. You know, we in Flappers Park Jewish Center, we had his brother, um, Hassan Crumbine, for many, many years, and I enjoyed growing up. Listen, has the combine listening to his music. So I just said, uh, uh, I don't know if, uh, I'm sure he, you know, Ben Sian knows that the connection between Hazen Crumbine and the Texas Crumbine. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Larry. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. I'm Anissa, Uncle Gadalia, and Tanta Miriam. And she and Schenker and his lovely wife were their neighbors. They were best of friends. And when my uncle married off his first daughter, uh, Rebin Tian did in the Hagefen. He composed for them. In the Hagefen for the wedding? Gavaldi. All right, how many Nagunim do you think you've composed? Uh, close to 500. <laughs> Unbelievable. How long did it take you to compose the ones on uh, on this? And did you have Pesach Tafka in mind? I mean, you, you included songs from the Haggadah, so obviously so. Yes. Uh, the, we, we figured out uh, the, the whole repertoire before we, we did the, uh, and, and I wanted to come out before Pesach and Baruch Hashem. I, was, I succeeded. I, w- I wasn't sure I was going to succeed. You're before. lucky there were two others. <laughs> 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 All right. Ben Sian Schenker and Andy Stabman are together on a brand new CD entitled Halel Vizimra. One of our listeners just pointed out track number two entitled Halach Ma'anya. Here it is brand new at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., the great Ben Sion Schenker visiting us on a special Rosh Chodesh morning. A reminder, Eli Schwebel in our studio tomorrow morning in the 7 o'clock hour will debut his brand new CD and plenty more as we continue our march on to the great holiday of Pesach. This is a Pesach CD. Halel Vazimra includes seven selections for the Pesach Seder, including that one. Halach Ma'anya, Ben Sion Schenker is together with the great Andy Statman, who's on the road today. Otherwise, he'd be here with us at JM in the AM. Rebensian, one of our uh, listeners, says, The neighbors of Aaron Orlander appreciate the sporadic private concerts that you do with Andy Statman. I guess you know what that means, huh? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're always doing these impromptu concerts with Andy? No, we have the Kumsitz in the Chalamoid. Every Chalamoid we have a Chalamoid Pesach and Sukkot. Very nice. And he's always, you know, man, unless he, he's, he's busy with something that... He, the last Sukkot he couldn't come because he was getting out a ward from the, uh, the, the, the uh, something of the arts. You know, he, he was one of thirteen. In people. Hollywood, somewhere. It, it was in Washington D.C. They, 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 every year they give an award to people in the arts. Right. And he he got that, that award. One of thirteen people. Unbelievable. He is a masterful musician, just incredible. And now that more people know about these private concerts, there'll probably be more people there this whole probably. morning, I would assume. Um, we also didn't – Nigunim that uh, that people insist we mention in this conversation, Ain Kitzvah, oh. right? I mean, that's another – another that's sol- the Yeah, that's another one that people yeah. are singing. Oh, yeah. Everybody sings that. I mean, Yom Naroyim. We mentioned Mizmar Ladovid. Someone pointed out to me that – on the words Hashem Roi Lo Echsar, the way people sing it today is a drop different than the way you sing it. Is that true or not? 
Is there an adjustment there that's that's troublesome to you that people are not putting the emphasis in the right place or not? Someone mentioned that to me. I really don't 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 no? know. I mean, uh, people uh, when you go into a shul, everybody sings it right. What the way he wants to sing it right. on his own. They make believe they know what they're doing. I gotta <laughs> tell you, I gotta, I gotta tell you a very nice anecdote yeah. on, on miserable David. Yeah. I was once uh, during the summer vacation. I was up in the, in the mountains uh, by Oppenheimer's under with Fleischmann's and whatever. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we had Matzah uh, Shabbos and Lav Malka. And it went for a few people. It wasn't not even a minion, I don't think. And uh, well, they, they asked the fellow to sing Om Hashem Liyakov. Sisai Sar sing Om Hashem Liyakov. Very nice. Al which is it fits in very well. Right. Really. And then I would I was uh, harmonizing with with him. She says Yingaman. Machmanish kala, don't 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 kill the things. So, so people they, people are sitting around and started laughing. He says, "What's Lachman?" He says, "He's the composer that did." <laughs> it reminds me of one of my uh, what you know what he answered when he composed Manzaitis Nakuzingen, which means that his grandfather sang that same thing. No, so how could it be that you're? <laughs> Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh at JM in the AM with the great Ben Sion Schenker. Our phone number 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368. What do you think? We're in our final minutes now, so if I'm going to ask you some historic questions, this is the time. What do you think of the Nigunim of today? You go to a wedding, you hear what's coming out of the orchestra. What does Ben Sion Schenker think? We did, wouldn't like to answer that question. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I don't want to come out in public. I, got, I, really I got my quote. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, look, do you have a, at all an appreciation for it, some it's, of these? It's the, awesome. The modern sound is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll have to take your word for it. You know, I'd like you to play the Yeah, which one? Salsi de Pesach. All right. But we're not at the end of the Seder yet, are we? No. But we're at the end of the conversation. Pretty, pretty near. We're close to the end of the conversation, so we could do Salsi de Pesach. Uh, JM and the AM, the brand new CD is entitled Halil Vizimra. Check it out. It is, uh, Ben Sion Schenker and Andy Statman together. Um, Chasal Sidr Pesach would be, what is that, 15? Yeah. 16, I believe. Yeah. You'll let me know if this is the one. Chasal Sidr Pesach at JM and the AM. Ahe, 
Ben Sion Schenker's in our studio. Chasal Sidur Pesach starts to bring us to a close of this conversation. Uh, today's Rosh Chodesh. When you bench Rosh Chodesh, do you have a specific niggin, or it could be a different one every single month? Anything specific that... Uh, <laughs> you have to ask my, my friend. I should ask Yossi Tepper to video, maybe? <laughs> yeah. He says you sang at his bar mitzvah. That's true. What did you sing? What did you sing at his bar mitzvah? Do you, you remember? I remember. <laughs> he should remember. Not I. <laughs> Uh, so if you would have been Shosh Chodesh, maybe you did. I did. You been Shosh this past Shabbos. What nigga did you use? It's, it's too, too big to be too a sing over here anyway. Yeah? Even yeah. even uh, Mishasa, Yechad there's nothing? Well, Mishasa is a Nusach, actually. Yechad Sheyu, is a, is a, it's a long composition. Really? Yeah. And every month is the same one? Not, I, I keep changing. I have a couple of... Uh, a couple so of there's them. no special Nisan. Like, I'll tell you, some of these modernish guys, yeah. they'll do Yechad Sheyu to Dayenu, because, you know, it's... I have a Dayenu on this also, incidentally. So would you do that? Would you do Yechad Sheyu to no, Dayenu? You would not, never do that. I never do that. It's a, very, it's a very serious type of thing. It's, right. it's not a hopka, uh, you know. And we say Chatzi Hallel today. What's your favorite Hallel selection? You have a great Bitsas Israel. I have one on here also. New you one. have a new Bitsas Israel? Yeah, right. What is your favorite Hallel Nigan? Well, uh, there's one Bitsas Israel that I sing here. Moshe Bitsas Israel. Yeah, that's a great one. It's, that's a great yeah. Nigan. Zehayom, no? Do you have a Zehayom or not? You have an Anah Hashem, a Hodul Hashem. Yeah, I have a few of them. I have a, I have a new one on here also. <laughs> Pischuli you have. I have a new one on Pischuli here also. What was wrong with the old one? <laughs> well, we, we, we can't give them the old one again after they have that already. It's funny, you know, if I learned anything about Mudrits this morning... There's it's that of, there's uh, always new nigunim. There's not resting were, on the laurels were, of the past. They were so prolific in comp- composition that I mean, even this present Rebbe today makes 12 new nigunim for Rosh Hashanah. Every Rosh Hashanah. I can't say every one of them is a, is, is is a, a big hit, hit right. but, but a few of them last. You know? is, is composing easy for you or not? Is it an easy process for you or not? I find it pretty easy, yes. If I asked you to compose a nigun this morning... If you had a piano in front of you, you could have done it. Probably. I did it once in Israel already. Uh, Yossi Gill once had me on this, on this program. Right. I remember Yossi Gill. Uh, yeah. And uh, you composed in, in, it? Incidentally, I sent him by email the new thing, and he's waiting for it to come out in Israel because they don't have it in the stores yet. So I believe he's, by tomorrow it's going to be there already. Do you remember what song you composed on the show? I can't remember the song, but... The engineer that was uh, working on the right. station, his name is Yossi. 
So he said, I want, I have to ask the Rabbi Shanker to pull the song about, Yo, about Yosef. And you did. And it wasn't too bad, really. <laughs> That's what we should have had you done this morning. That could be for your next visit. Next here. visit, okay. You can, we'll bring a little, one of those keyboards. But you better make sure you have the right word for me. That's true, right? Yeah. I, can I choose the words? Anything with Nachum? I mean, that you can use. <laughs> Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. I have that. You have a Nachamu? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw it on YouTube. You have a very, very, very You're good beautiful Nachamu, Nachamu yeah. yeah. That's what's wrong with writing another one. After this conversation, I learned you have no problem writing another one. Maybe. Where do I find that Val HaKol that we wanted to write? Where is that? Yeah, it's on the new record. On the new one? Number nine, I think it is. Well, Al HaKol is a, uh, it's number seven. Seven, okay. Al HaKol is a, a brand new composition, and uh, that's how we're going to wrap it's things up this waves. It's making an impact out there, huh? Yeah. If people want to hear you, Davin, they can come to the uh, Majestashtibo on Coney Island Avenue. True. I don't, I don't daven too often. How <laughs> often would you? You just bench Rosh Chodesh and Bench Rosh Chodesh, I do. Will you daven over Pesach at all? You probably will not. Who will get the privilege of uh, davening Tal at the Mudras of Shtibel? I have no idea. That hasn't been decided yet? <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe you'll count Sphira. Second idea. Would you do that? I'm, I'm not going to be there, actually. Ah, so. you won't be in Brooklyn. That's yeah. tough. I'll be in Brooklyn, but not in the right. neighborhood. Do you have a Sphira song? Did you ever compose anything uh, from the Sphere service? I did one thing I composed, but actually yeah, I converted it and this on this record to something else. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> ben Sian Schenker, what an absolute honor to have you here this morning. I'm so glad we finally did this. I feel it's an honor to be here. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Continued good health and success. Oh, man. Continue to inspire people around the world. Oh, man. And, uh, and just For a, many more years to come. Amen, oh, oh, amen. Yeah. Uh, your legacy is already amazing. Continue to add to it. Uh, we, you always uh, say I'm a legend, so we have to have, I have to have a legacy. The don't? word legendary does uh, precede the. I, the I think name your superlatives are a little too super. I think. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I'm accurate. I checked with I checked with my staff. They said yes. He's in fact legendary. Zisin Pesach, I kosher v'sameach. And thank you for joining us. Did you put on the the? the uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with it right now. Yeah. Uh, you can enhance your Pesach, everybody. Ben Sion Schenker has seven brand new Pesach Seder songs on this 20 selection Halil Vizimra CD done with Andy Statman. Our thanks to the great and legendary Ben Sion Schenker on a very special Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM.
Brand new CD is Halel Vizimra Ben Sion Schenker with Andy Statman on this Rosh Chodesh morning. What a delight to uh, speak with Ben Sion Schenker on the air. If you missed any of our conversation, check out the archive section of jmnam.org later on today. Uh, it was really a phenomenal visit uh, and a fantastic encounter. A big thank you to all of our listeners for the phone calls this morning as well. Much appreciated. Tomorrow, Ellie Schwabel in studio in the 7 o'clock hour will debut his brand new album here at JMNAM. And I want to close out this program with a classic from uh, Ben Sion Schenker from the Pesach Seder. We go back to his Nigunim of the Shalosh Regolim. Chad Gadya, JM in the AM. Oh, 
Reminder, tomorrow, Ellie Schwebel in studio will debut his brand-new CD here at JM in the AM. My big thank you this morning to Rebinsion Schenker. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. We'll try to put up links later on to the archive of the show. So if you missed any of this historic program this morning, you'll be able to catch it at some point later on. Uh, don't forget to vote for the top nine at nine. That's happening tonight with... Uh, with uh, Yossi Zweig, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Achenu Bishrael and Achim Achem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. And that'll close out a Tuesday morning broadcast. Ellie Schwebel with the debut of his brand new CD tomorrow morning right here in the 7 o'clock hour. And plenty more between 6 and 9. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, stay tuned to our stream at jmandtheam.org. Uh, the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up and plenty more all through the day, including ZK and the live lunch all happening on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.